up. Push it up. Have you never had Mentos? Not in forever. It's been <laughs> ages, like 20 years. Yeah, I buy these in boxes. Oh my god. <laughs> Where's Jamming? Oh, this is this is recording, by the way, if it matters. Ruthie and Anna show live. Yep. From San Diego. I was just telling Anna what was happening, what happened to us in Mexico. Oh, say save that for the podcast. Yeah. Not 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 this week, because I mean you still got like a whole week yeah. left, so. Yeah, I know. All right, here's that here's that coming. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Hey. All right. Well, um, let's get the ball rolling because uh, people have time time limits here or whatever. So let us do this. Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, what we did, and what we do, you know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. My name is Ruthie. This is Jami. This is Anna. So, um, Coachella finally ended its two-weekend thingy, my bum. Neither one of us went. None of us went. I don't think any of us have ever gone to Coachella, right? No. Ruthie was going to go. I was almost going to go. That is but true. I am not an uh, Instagram influencer, so I obviously did not go to Coachella. <laughs> I never went to Coachella myself. I went to the, the heavy metal Coachella from 10 years ago or whatever. But, There's a heavy metal Coachella? Yeah, the, the big four. The, the, they basically, Coachella uh, opened up the, the grounds to Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax mm-hmm. uh, the weekend after Coachella was over. Uh, so it was the big four event. So I went to that one. So I, I know what the grounds look like. However, the point of this me bringing this up. Uh, I was looking at this this article. I was in the video. Um, I went to Coachella as a 29-year-old and realized I'm too old for it. And I can oh, relate. As somebody, <laughs> as somebody who used to go to music, music festivals quite often back in my day, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. At a certain point, you realize that, yeah, this is not my scene anymore. Like, I can't do yeah. this. That's how I felt like when when um there was a chance that we might go, we were gonna, just gonna go just for the heck of it, just to because you're here, just, yeah. You know, we're here, wanted to see what it was about, but at the same time, the back of our heads, we were like, no, I don't know, I might be too old for this, because I was definitely too old for Oktoberfest, so it kind of has that vibe. So I was just like, I don't know, kind of relieved when um you know, when we get to that age where things get canceled and you're like, oh, thank God, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have to deal with it. Uh, the, the funny thing is that this, uh, this is how I feel every time uh, I go to Comic-Con. Like, the first day of Comic-Con, I'm like, ah, can I really put up with this for four, for four and a half days? This is going to be such a, such a strain to my body. Uh, I'm going to get super tired, you know. But, you know, but usually by the, end of the, uh, by the end of the whole long weekend, I'm like, can't believe it's over. I want more. <laughs> kind of thing, you know. So, so yeah, I, I can, I can kind of relate. It, it is different. Comic-Con is different than a music festival. Like Coachella, because Coachella is like you're either you're either staying a hotel, you know, miles away, or you're camping over there, and then you're surrounded by other sweaty people and whatnot. Oh, I think that's kind of like a Comic Con. So I guess some of them, that was the whole difference. How dare you say that about <laughs> Comic Con? There is no such thing as can I do this for? Four? There is I can do this for four days, starting yeah. the moment you get there. Come on. I suppose that's true too, but but Come you know, on. yeah, it's like it's like at a certain point you realize that you just don't want to deal with the hassle. I think it's not really like you're too old for it. It's just you don't want to put up with the hassle of being there, especially in a music festival. 
I don't I think know. That, I think that comes with uh, being too old. Like, yeah. when, you're, when you're younger, hotter, and stuff like that, you're, you're more willing to kind of put, try and put over the BS. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, you're older. Yeah. Yeah, when you're older, you're just too tired. I'll give yeah. Bella if I, like, get VIP tickets. For well, free. That, I mean, yeah. that's the thing, yeah. right? Free. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. I mean, I was watching a video about like the the VIP tents or whatever, and they're like eleven thousand dollars, fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars, where it's yeah. just essentially a tent with like two beds and like a fridge right. and like. Oh, like to actually stay there. To actually stay yeah. there, yeah. Like- yeah, stay on the ground. Yeah. yeah. I saw other, I saw other videos where you know you stay at a hotel, you gotta wake up a certain hour, you gotta get on like a bus, you know, they'll, mm-hmm. and they'll bus you down there, mm-hmm. and then you know. Those are your options, basically, and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I heard, I heard, just traveling from your hotel to Coachella is a pain in the ass. Cause yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, because yeah, of the traffic and all this stuff. Listen, uh-huh. if HelloFresh ever wants to sponsor me and take me to Coachella, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. Uh, what do you, you know? Most Instagram influencers they try to they they try to paint like a nice picture of Coachella. You know, they all dressed up as. Well. But some certain ones will give you like behind the scenes, and some of them have mentioned like, "Hey, yo." To get these pictures, I I waited in line for X amount of dollars, X amount of hours. You know what I mean? The heat and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I did I had to pay I money for that. It's, it's a pain in the ass. Actually, yeah. I mean, it's it's actually trendy now for influencers to say this is Coachella and this is the yeah. real Coachella. Yeah, you know, so they love using that that format like re- expectations versus reality and stuff yeah. like that, or Instagram versus reality and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I I think they just try to scare people away so that they don't add more people to the, to the event. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, hopefully that works. You know what I mean? But I mean, it, it does seem like it is a little bit overrated. I mean, just like any festival, it's it's overrated. Um, you know, like there's going to be a lot of people walking around. People, you know, in, in Instagram pictures, they make it seem like everything is cute and cool and very luxe. But then, you know, you're sitting in 110 degree weather. Yeah. Um, Probably about to pass out. Every like a bottle of water is probably like fifteen dollars. And also, it all depends on how much you at the, at the heart of it. At the heart of Coachella, it should be about the music, right? It all depends on how much you're into the music scene, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, for one, has never been a big music person. You know what I mean? I'm a more mm-hmm. film, TV, Comic Con kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? So even if I had the opportunity, like if if I had all the creature comforts and all that, you know, all that stuff, I don't think I would still go. Like yeah. I'm not that into music. You know, so. I, I I don't begrudge people who want to go to Coachella. If they enjoy it, if they enjoy it, yeah. you know, more yeah. power to them. You know, it's just that I, I don't, I, there's a lot of people that seem to want to go just because they feel like it's the hip thing to do, you know, and I'm like, don't do that. Go for the music. Yeah. I mean, when I saw the lineup too, um, my cousin who uh, was really excited about it, she goes, Oh, do you know Bad Bunny? He's going to be performing. I was like, Oh, I did not know who Bad Bunny was until last week. Wait, what? <laughs> Literally, I did not oh know. Who my God. I did. I didn't know who Bad Bunny was until that movie that came out last year. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Bullet Train. Bullet Train, right? He was in Bullet Train. He was in Bullet Train. Oh my! God. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Bad Bunny sucks. I oh, okay. <laughs> don't even get me started. We're gonna lose uh, listeners by saying this, but I don't like Bad Bunny, and so it's okay. I don't even know. Who he well, is. yeah, like this is like the anti-Bad Bunny show, <laughs> but I just cannot stand that guy, and everything he represents is just wrong. So yeah, I mean, there's a couple acts that I would probably go to, like Blink One Eighty Two or the Linda Lindas, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but other than that, a lot of the a lot of the the acts were there. Pretty much, people I oh, I would have gone for Blackpink because I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I'm not a big fan of Blackpink, like, but yeah. like before it was like influencer, mm-hmm. in, like when the, it was actually cool. Yeah, when yeah. it was cool, like back before it was like you know popular to go <laughs> or something. That's when I would have wanted to go. Now I'm just like like EDC. I went before it became this huge thing in Vegas. Yeah, I went to the one in LA. So can I do that again? Hell wow. no, not in Vegas. No, thank you. Wow, look at look at that Sonic hipster. I remember back in the day when it yeah. was. Still cool. We're at the age, though. We're at, we the, are. we're at the age where we can say, I remember when a Big Mac cost $2. Like, you know, like less even. Yeah. Less. I, so. I, I, I just don't want to be that person that's like, oh, you kids don't know what you, you know, what was actually good or whatever. Oh, like, I don't no, want to be that I mean, but it is true. It's true. Oh, I, see, here we go. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Our music from our time. And okay. they think, like, oh, you have you heard of this new song? Okay. Like, no, it's not new. It's old. You're really okay. awesome. Yeah, like the okay. white people's passion is coming back. Yes. And it's like, you know what? Get out. I okay. did it first. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on. It's the 658th episode of the show. And as of recording, it's currently uh, 10.06 a.m. April 25, 2023 in Dajou, Sichuan, China. I'm still getting tickets all right. And it's time to take a look and see. Wait, What's what? Up? Was that Chinese? Dajo Sichuan. Oh my god, my ears are. Oh my god. What, what is it, Jamming? What is it? My language just. I, I, how, how would I know what you're trying to say? I can't, I can't, I can't make uh, I'll say it. I'll say it again. Dajo Sichuan. Are you trying to say Guangzhou? No, not Guangzhou. Dajo. Guangzhou. Dajo. Dajo Sichuan. Hey, Jessica, tell me real quick. <laughs> can, can you, can you, can, can you, can you figure out what, how you're supposed to pronounce this? Is this somewhere in China or, or, or where is it? What, what's happening? This one right here. That 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 place right there. You see that? You have any idea what that's supposed to say? If it's in Mandarin, please. If it's in Mandarin, okay. Never yeah. mind then. That's okay. That's too much work now. Anyways. Yay, you got told. <laughs> so we will we'll just say Dajor Sichuan. No, no, we won't say that. <laughs> Let, let's just say somewhere in China. Oh, somewhere in China, Sichuan. He wakes up with, with this. Like, he's like, wait, what? He's like, wait, wait, what? That was my. That was a place in my country. The, the birds are up. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in Sichuan, the sauce, China. <laughs> okay. Well, this 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 news article is actually something that I believe Jiaming submitted to me a few weeks ago. Uh, a man in China has gone viral on Chinese social media for spending <laughs> an entire night kneeling in the rain to beg his ex lover to take him back. <laughs> Do you remember the story coming? I think this. I think this actually takes place in Loserville, China. I okay. think that's the city. Well, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us? I believe it's called Pussy Whipped uh, in China. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> do you remember the story? Could you? Would you want like? Actually, I do, actually, I don't. I don't remember clicking on. It. I just. I just read the headline. Oh, okay, Sorry. okay, okay. So apparently, he was outside uh, his ex girlfriend's place, trying trying to get her back. Now the question I believe is, uh, cut cold. I believe it's cut cold China. I think that's how you pronounce it. I I'm think sorry. he watched too many R and B music videos yeah. from the early 2000s. <laughs> or too much K drama. Oh, K drama. Maybe he's into K drama and begging on his knees would work. Yeah, I mean, speak, speaking of old R and B, like best boys to men, you know, I'm yeah. down on bend the knee. <laughs> so that was from the nineties, not in twenty twenty three. Would you ever take a guy out? No, no. not me neither. I would yeah, never take him back. All right, all right, time out, time out. Let's, let's just get through the story first. We, we're goofing again way too much. We don't know the details. Oh, first. So he's outside the building, you know, down on his knees for twenty one hours. Okay. Uh, bouquet of flowers. People were all saying, like, many of us tried to talk him into leaving. It's not necessary <laughs> to keep on kneeling. The girlfriend is not willing to show up, but you are still here losing face. Wait, so he just, he didn't leave? 
Well, he was there for 21 hours. Yeah. His, girlfriend, his girlfriend broke up with him a few days prior to this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So now, if you were in this situation, I think, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. If you were in this situation, would you take it back? No, no. <laughs> hey, he's a loser, obviously. He had nothing else going on. He had nothing yet. Yeah, Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I didn't read the article, did he, did, is there any details as to why she broke up with him? Was he caught cheating? Was there a specific reason? Or just, just they, they skipped over it? Uh, they skipped over that part. Oh, okay. All right. Of course they did. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe the original Chinese no, article. There's reasons. This reason that he yeah. does this. He's needy. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's a needy little bitch. Is that what we're saying? Wait, I feel like you need to, um, we need to name your birds in the background. <laughs> you guys can hear that? Yeah, we can hear that. Of course we can. Oh, God damn. We've been telling you this for many years now, Javik. <laughs> Let's see here. All right, I'll close the window. But then it's going to be hot, man. Sweaty balls, China. That's what I'm. That's what I'm be at. Yeah, I'm keeping this in the episode. Okay. Apparently, when the officers approached him, the man reporter said, "Is it illegal for me to kneel down here? If it is not illegal, please leave me alone." Yeah. Wow! 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 He added. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's move on. Next story here is oh, speaking of speaking of millennials, Gen X, and Gen Zers, uh, millennials say, I guess that applies to you, Ruti, and. And Anna, I guess <laughs> millennials say it's inappropriate to have a work wife, but most Gen Zers and Boomers are cool with it. Paul finds really Boomers and Gen Zers agree on one thing, huh? Um, well, yeah, because they're skipping generations, and now they're actually the same. All they do is complain. They're basically Karens. They're Boomers that are younger. Hmm. So, are you familiar with the whole idea about a work wife or work husband? Yeah. Basically, like somebody you work with and, and you're like especially close with. But the thing is, though, is that I don't I don't ever think it's supposed to go beyond just like a, a close work relationship, right? Yeah. No. So I guess the question here for this for this group is, uh, are you cool with this situation? Work-wise, yes. A work-wise, yeah. Yeah, work-wise, yes. Absolutely. What about you, Jamin? Do you have a work-wife or a work husband? No, all my, uh, all my coworkers are horrible, so no. <laughs> I actually Just... have a work group chat called Work Wives, plural. There's there three go. of us. There you go. Mm. It's, it's one, one, um, uh, this person named Emily here said that although this relationship are typically platonic, one employee, Emily, uh, said that her work husband became her real husband. She said she believed work spouses could be non romantic. However, the work relationships could also serve to fill a void that exists in someone's romantic relationship. That's true. Come mm-hmm. on. It's been enough time on Reddit. You see all these like, oh, my husband's talking to his coworker and he says that he's not attracted to her, but he's talking to her outside of work hours and texting all the stuff. And it's always that. And that is why I'm single. It is, it is a slippery slope, a male-female friendship, even mm-hmm. if it's a coworker mm-hmm, friendship, mm-hmm. especially if you call them your work husband, your work wife. Absolutely. A very slippery slope. But yeah. I, I feel I feel like this doesn't just apply to workplace. This applies to anything. You know, even like school oh, yeah. or any any person of the opposite sex that you're friends with, there's always a chance that you guys like take it to the next level. I mean... Well, okay. Yeah. For me, like, like the guy friends that I've made at work, there's like that clear boundary set from the mm-hmm. beginning. And and once we're not co-workers anymore, because, you know, let's say someone left or whatever, 
um if they try to push the boundary i firmly am like this is the boundary we're going to stay in and you're always going to be like my work friend Mm -hmm. like yeah we can elevate it a little bit but like a lot of times i do have to keep that boundary very very firm because if not like then it's like oh well we've been friends like let's hook up and it's like no like I don't hook up with coworkers, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just this whole thing. Like the, if you have a clear boundary, then it's established and the other person should respect it. If you are flirting back, then that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But I've kept coworkers that became friends in their box. Mm-hmm. And I've done it for quite a long time where it's like, well, that's, this is it. We're friends only. So it's like a, a boundary that you set from the beginning mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to move it unless you want to but like me I don't want to yeah and same with like just regular fr- guy friends not I have several guy friends that I've been close with from like childhood to now and I've just always kept that boundary as yeah. well yeah. they've also always kept that boundary to the point where it's so respected that when we introduce boyfriends and girlfriends to each other those significant others are actually very comfortable with us mm-hmm. because they can see that the boundary that those boundaries have never been crossed. Yep. Yep. And there's mutual respect. Mm-hmm. But but the way the article frames it is that uh, Gen Zers and boomers doesn't seem like it's a big deal, which I guess is your point of view too. Well, it is and it isn't mm-hmm. because it you, you can clearly tell if they're just coworkers. Oh, like we. We have lunch together. Okay, how many times? Like I don't know. It just it, it's a very slippery slope, like you said, Ruthie. So I don't I don't know. I am I okay with it myself? No. And this is why I'm single. <laughs> I think it comes down to trust. Like how trustworthy is your significant other? But then you know, you know, you've met guys at work who are super flirty, and they have a girlfriend. Yes. So it's like, you yes. just, I don't. And it, then you just have to keep that boundary with them. Yeah. And then you just like, wait, is my boyfriend doing that at his work? You know? That's where trustworthiness oh, comes into play. I don't know. I, this, this, this is the Anna topic. <laughs> yeah. This just could go on for hours. Oh, like, which, which, by the way, we're, in the, we're actually live in, in the same room yeah. in San Diego. Mm. And for the first time, oh, it was like a first date. I know, right? <laughs> our first date, our you first guys. girl date. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> we'll move <you> on. <laughs> Albert, Albert's like so, on that note. Albert's so done with us. <laughs> on that note, so so la- last month or late last month, uh, the TSA says that peanut butter is classified as a liquid. Agree or disagree? Disagree. My mouth does not say it's a liquid. It is not a liquid at all. How is it a liquid? I don't understand that. It's like, are, they are they talking about like? It's a food. It's a, it's a solid food and stuff like that. You can't squeeze. Sure, right? You can't squeeze the peanut butter out of a bottle like it's out of water. Uh, the TSA posted a tweet a while back. You may not be nuts about it, but TSA considers your peanut butter a liquid. In carry on, oh, it needs Christ. to be three point four ounces or less. Make sure all your travel size liquids fit in one quarter size bag. Mm-hmm. Who brings peanut butter on a plane? It says that a liquid has no definite shape and takes a shape di- dictated by its container. I why are they completely why are they busy with, with this logic? Happy pun, by the way. We're we just gonna skip over that pun that the TSA did. Oh, Wait, what, sorry, what, 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 what was the pun? Didn't they do like a? Didn't they have a nut pun in there and stuff like that? Oh yeah, you may be nuts about it. That, 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 I know, seriously, we're just gonna skip over that. I guess I, I, I skipped it apparently. 
Jesus Christ, guys. Yes, you know, let them get away from During the oddest point in the discussion. It's funny. I love oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. It almost seemed like like the only reason why they're saying no to this is because they don't want people to to bring a jar of peanut butter to their to the airplane. Yeah. What well, are they afraid of here? What the heck? Jar of peanut butter and not checking it in or just... Who's bringing it on a carry-on? People don't have etiquette. And, you know, then that leads into a whole liability of, you know, people who have peanut allergies that can yeah. be around it. Mm-hmm. So it's better to dress. It's probably that. They're probably just trying to avoid that because that's going to bring in a whole new, like, yes. can of worms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If my, if that's my read on it too, they just want to reduce the amount of peanut that's brought on the airplane. I, my understanding is one of the things they wipe down for after you like disembark is like wipe down, like if people have been eating peanuts and stuff like that. Cause people with like severe analogies, they can get like, uh, even with like a little contact, they can get like highs and stuff like that. It can be, is that it what can it be, is it can be de- deadly, right? You think, you think that's what it is? It's like they are, they're just it's, like, it's my, it's my guess. get enough with peanuts, which I forgot yeah. about. Hmm. But then they also say the gel is considered uh, something that they can't take in the airport too, and gel isn't exactly a liquid either. A gel like hair gel, like a hair gel, sure. It's more liquid than peanut butter. Mm. It's, well, okay, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It seems kind of weird. Let me Oh, makeup. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, my makeup. Oh, that was like, I hope I do not get stopped because mm-hmm. I have a lot of liquids that are not in a little bag. I am definitely over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is true, though, actually. Makeup. So, I mean, makeup has some kind of liquidy. It's a lot of liquid. It's a hard one because, like, there's a lot of hacks to, you know, get your foundation in a smaller compact thing mm-hmm. or, or, like, the primer. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they're just making up BS so they can have BS reasons to take your peanut butter away and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe they just want peanut butter for They themselves. just still want more nuts. They have, they, have, they have a stash of peanut butter in their yeah. break room. Like, anybody want peanut butter? Yeah. <laughs> too much nuts. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Thank you. Let me tell you. Okay. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there is this one comment that I thought I would share here. It goes here. Uh, my mom talked her way into bringing on her pasta sauce by starting to cry when they called her sauce liquid or gel. What? Pasta sauce. That's very was dramatic. that a poem? No, it's a, it was a, somebody commented on the thing. But I don't think that that's a real I story. Mean, yeah, I don't think that's true. Mom gave me like, a saucy dish to take home with me. I wasn't able to take it through TSA once. This I was guess like- it really depends. In 2000-something. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's up. My what's name that? is Albert. You can find me on t- Instagram and Twitter at Albert 5 by 5 My name is Ruth. You can find me on Instagram at RuthGrace13 and RuthPats. And you can find me on Twitter as well, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-O-U. Uh, this is Anna. You can find me on social media at Anna Voltage or on my other shows, Poppers and Power, Most Extreme Ranking Challenge. Music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else is on the show notes found on whowhatworswhy.com. Uh, before wrapping this up, this is the last week of April as we record this. So, uh, as I've been doing all year, have you doing the monthly recap of the month of Aww. news articles? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll try and keep it quick. Um, do you, are you guys familiar with the Wilhelm scream? I know Jamming is. Mm-hmm. What? The Wilhelm scream. The what? The Wilhelm scream. What's that? What's that? It's uh, it's a sound, it's a soundboard uh bite that's been going around since quite ah! a long time. 
yeah, 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 like that, like that. It's like <laughs> you, you, you hear it a lot in a lot of shows, movies. Like Star Wars famously uses every single time. You know, it's an inside joke among people that make movies and stuff. The Wilhelm scream, the, the actual scream, is from a movie from what back in the '30s and '40s and stuff like that. Correct. And they've been using that same little clip for any uh, in various movies over the years. It's a very inside inside joke. Correct. So, so but essentially, uh, somebody was able to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Somebody was able to unearth the original recording of how the Wilhelm scream came to be. Oh, and, okay. Uh, I'm gonna put the link in the show notes. You guys should check it out, especially for those who are familiar with it, because it's it's freaking film history, man. You got it. You mm-hmm. got to check it out. How many? What, what year was it? Actually, do you have the thing? Uh, what does it say? When it was created, you mean? Yeah. Uh, it was first recorded in the early fifties. Oh, fifties. Okay. And was it an American film? Or was it? I thought it was a foreign movie. Or, yeah, I don't know if you have that in front of you. It is uh, an American film. Gotcha. Yeah. It's really inside inside baseball and stuff. But yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, a Super Mario Brothers movie came out and made gangbusters in the box office. All the money. All the money. Oh, as of now, do you want to guess how much it made domestically? Close in to... 1950s money? No, 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 no. No. In today's money. Super Mario Brothers. I think it's over five, right? Wait, no, under five. Uh, four eighty something. Four ninety. Uh, Anna, Ruthie, what are your guesses? Wait, what are we guessing? Super Mario Brothers movie. How much it made domestically so far? Four hundred seventy nine. I was gonna say four eighty. There you go. Wait, <laughs> okay, so wait, four seventy nine, four eighty. What you say, Jamming? Uh, around the same area. Four. I think like four eighty now. Four ninety. Uh, well, Anna wins. Four thirty six right now. Oh, okay. oh yeah. I always win though. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, worldwide it's like eight hundred and seventy-five million right now. It's definitely going to wow. hit billion dollars in like a week, so it's amazing. Is it really good? It's a it's, it's a, a fun movie. movie. I'm not gonna hate on it. Yeah, it's, it's a fun funny. movie. It's not exactly like a great movie, but it's a fun movie. If you know who Superman Brothers are, maybe you have to watch it. That's what I gotta say. Yeah, and also it helps that there's nothing. There's no competition. It also helped that it's only like an hour and 30 minutes. You know what I mean? So No competition. Yeah. It came out after John Wick 4. And I feel like, yeah. it, I feel like it completely overshadowed John Wick 4. Yeah, because yeah, uh, it's competing against John Wick 4. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> That's like really the competition head-to-head right there. Yeah, I know. I, watch two, three, I know opening night, I said to myself, should I watch John Wick 4 or Super Mario Bros? That is the question. Fine, fine, fine. And other things I was watching, uh, Netflix tried to do another live stream this time around for the show Live Love is Blind, mm-hmm. like a reunion live stream. And apparently it did work out and a lot of people are upset. I don't know the story behind that, but yeah, it was a thing. Uh, this article that I got this from us from BuzzFeed News, which comes to mind, BuzzFeed News sh- shutting down. No more yeah. BuzzFeed News, which is, mm-hmm. I think I get a lot of articles from BuzzFeed News. Yeah, it's a so big deal. It's it a is, yeah. Pulitzer printing uh, uh, journalist enterprise, right? They want Pulitzer, they said, yeah. Yeah. So basically they're saying just, just go to the Huffington Post because they're owned by the same current company. So okay. there we go. Uh, Twitter's blue checkmark drama that came out this year, this month. Uh, either people paid for it or people didn't pay for it. They still have it. People who supposed to have it didn't have it. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm, I swear, man. I, at this point, on, I'm really over Twitter. They, I wish we just died already because it's just so much drama right now. Okay. I'm done. And then um, Star Trek Picard. Star Trek Picard... Had a head of spectacular season three finisher for their for the series and the best send off for the next generation I've ever seen. And um, if you're a Star Trek fan, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't watch this season. Fantastic. 
And uh, I'll leave it at that. All right. There you go. I, is there any other April news that I'm missing? Is that it? That's good? You got it. Got it. All right. Thanks for listening. This was episode 658 of the Stuff Junction. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this podcast has been a Who What Worst Why production.